This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. One of the great advantages about training, especially when you can do kind of an interactive question and answer discussion type uh, session, is it helps you as a manager see what your employees are thinking. It gives you a level of comfort with how they are behaving with your customers. They're representing you in the field. That's Tanya Lubner, WQA's Director of Professional Certification and Training, talking about the value of WQA's ethics training for communicating with your staff. And welcome to WQA Radio, news and insights about the water treatment industry. Find us at wqa.org on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This is episode number 195. If you're joining us for the first time, glad you're here. And uh, we suggest that you hit that subscribe button on your podcast app so that you never miss a show. That's the magic of podcasting. We're publishing this on November 25th of 2020, Member Appreciation Month at WQA. And we want to reach out to our members and let them know how much we appreciate their work on behalf of the industry. And so if you're a member, thank you. And if you're not yet a member, visit wqa.org membership and take a look at all of the benefits and why now is the perfect time to join and become a member of the Water Quality Association to better prepare for 2021. Also, for our listeners in the United States, we wish you a very safe and enjoyable, happy Thanksgiving. In this episode, we will replay the most recent WQA coffee break where Tanya and I discussed the impact of ethics training, the credibility of following ethical practices, understanding the role of WQA's code of ethics, and how you can use the ethics training with your team. Later, we'll have our WQA business insight. Now, on to Tanya Lubner on WQA Radio. And today's topic is really, I think, an interesting one. It may not sound all that exciting initially, but I want you to hold on, hang with us. It's about ethics, the WQA Code of Ethics. Tanya, help help set this up for us. Sure. Well, as you know, uh, one of the trickiest things with customers is to convince them of your credibility. And uh, customers who've had water treatment, uh, they pretty much know that they need water treatment. But when you're working with somebody new, especially with uh, customers on municipal water, uh, because we've all been uh, so used to not really thinking twice about our water when we're on municipal systems, sometimes it's a little bit of a shock to realize that uh, it's not perfect. You know, it's, uh, it's very good, but there are certain limitations. And so to be able to convince your customer that there are certain issues that they should pay attention to, even on municipal water, it helps to have some credibility. It helps to have uh, some proof that your company follows ethical practices. Right. And WQA has a written code of ethics. It's something that everybody who joins WQA is aware of and has to agree to, right? 
Absolutely. It is part of the membership sign-off. And I think uh, the difference there, though, is the owner of the company will sign off on the code of ethics when they join WQA. But our membership is company-wide, so all of the employees in the company are also considered company members, and yet they may not be aware of the fact that uh, as a member company, they're required to uphold the code of ethics. In fact, they may not become aware of our code of ethics until they go through professional certification. Uh, but we see with, uh, especially as our industry moves toward handling more and more of the health-related contaminants, we see a need to make sure that everyone in the company is aware of ethical dilemmas, ethical practices, as well as ethical advertising uh, to make sure that we continue to have the industry in a strong light. Right, and so you have incorporated ethics into your education and training uh, at WQA. So uh, what, what different levels of training uh, on ethics are available? The ethics course is incorporated into the training for professional certification. So as you're going through the technical training, learning about contaminants and treatment, we also take some time to walk through the code of ethics to talk about the, um, the marketing guidelines, what should be said, what shouldn't be said. Uh, and we also we take you through some of these ethical dilemmas that you might run into in the field. So I'll give you a couple examples. Uh, for example, the company, let's say, has um, a policy that uh, all repairs have to be paid for upfront. If the customer needs a new part, the customer has to pay for it first. Well, what happens if you're the tech out in the field and the customer uh, explains that for one reason or another, they can't afford to pay for that part right now, and yet they really need it because maybe this uh, drinking water is being used by someone who's ill in the house and they need to have that uh, higher quality water because their immune system is uh, depressed and therefore more susceptible to a lot of the health hazards. So what do you do? You know, company policy says you have to collect that money for the part um, and it becomes a little bit of an issue. So this is an opportunity if you're doing, if you, the manager, are using this course uh, for group training, which you can do, uh, this is the type of question that you can get ahead of before it becomes a problem in the field. Uh, there is another one that I particularly like. It's about permits. In a number of the states, before an installation can happen, a permit has to be pulled. Well, sometimes the permit takes a couple days to get, sometimes it can take a couple weeks, depending on the backup and so on. And let's say this is for a commercial application. There's a restaurant that's going to go into business, hopefully stay in business. Um, and uh, they need to have a system installed and they need it now. What do you do? You know, there is the legal issue and then there's you trying to help your customers. So you know, things along those lines. And because we've recently broken out the ethics course as its own module, you don't have to wait until you go through the certification to start dealing with some of these issues. And I know a number of uh, companies like to have a little short morning training session. This fits in perfectly. 
because the course is already set up. It's got videos, it's got questions. The nice thing with ethics is there are no right or wrong answers. It's whatever you as a company and your culture uh, decide is appropriate for that particular situation, staying, of course, within the law and within WQA's Code of Ethics guidelines. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> That's a good thing. To, it's a good thing to yeah. stay with them. But uh, let me ask you this, because I know mentoring is a big part of our training. So is there mentoring along with ethics? So you can do this a couple of ways. Uh, if you have, uh, if you are the type of company that has its own group training and you have a trainer, uh, that trainer uh, can be the mentor for a company. And that's good because it kind of keeps the questions and answers within the guidelines of the company policy. If, however, you are on your own and you are going to go through the ethics course, we do have uh, a mentor who will work with you. So you don't have to worry about going out and trying to find a mentor just for that ethics course. But again, for the group training, uh, it's better if you have your own internal uh, trainer. Well, I'm glad you brought this topic up, Tanya, because now that we're approaching the end of 2020 and we're moving into a new year, thoughts turn to not only budgets, but goals and plans and outlook for the year. And while we're certainly still dealing with a great deal of uncertainty, one thing that is more certain is what you can offer your staff in terms of training mm -hmm. and what more training levels um, need to be undertaken. And this could be part of that whole process as you think through it for Q1, Q2 and beyond, would you say? Absolutely. And you know, right now, what we're hearing from our industry is that, thankfully, everybody is very busy. And in such situation, training kind of tends to fall by the wayside. But I would encourage you to find that time, maybe that 30 minutes before everybody heads out for their first job of the day. One of the great advantages about training, especially when you can do kind of an interactive question and answer discussion type uh, session is it helps you as a manager see what your employees are thinking. It gives you a level of comfort with how they are behaving with your customers. They're representing you in the field. And because you have that level of comfort, you can back off a little bit. You don't have to make the decisions for them. You can give them the autonomy and really that is what brings about engagement, it brings about loyalty. Most people, most adults prefer to have the autonomy in their jobs. Well, if you like what you're hearing uh, in terms of not only ethics training, but overall training and certification with uh, WQA, by all means, we wanna hear from you and we'd love to uh, sit down, have a conversation, figure out what, what certification track, what training modules, what uh, what coursework you need. And so the best way to do that would be to reach out to WQA's education team at education at wqa.org or Tanya, any other, uh, e either email or phone? Uh, no, that's really the best email. I wanna point out where you can find the ethics course if you're interested in it. It is on our onboarding page. You'll find that under the main education uh, landing page. So if you're on the WQA website, you go into programs and services, you'll find education and onboarding from there. 
Uh, and uh, just a word of caution, the, when you purchase the ethics course, it is a three-month subscription. So plan your training first, decide when you're going to do this, and then sign up for the ethics course. And of course, as a member of WQA, you, there are savings. There are discounts, that's right. Uh, and and you'll, you'll see that in the pricing, that right. uh, you know, whether you're an e-member or a core member, you do get savings. Allied members uh, have a 30% discount on the education as well. Our WQA Business Insight, this is a monthly feature on the podcast. I recently saw a quote from someone who said, marketing is hard. And I think most of us would probably agree. And that's why it should be more than an afterthought. So as you're looking ahead to 2021, do think about your marketing plan. Do you have one? Is it for the whole year? Does it need to be revised? And when it comes to social media, one helpful resource we can offer is our WQA Social Media Toolkit. Every quarter, Susan Keaton from my staff sends out a social media toolkit. It's full of suggested messaging and graphics for key dates for the upcoming three months. Included in that is an opportunity to even co-brand the graphics with WQA and your logo. It's one way to make your marketing a little less hard. And that is our WQA Business Insight. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, a podcast of the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on most popular podcast apps. Learn more about water at wqa.org and, of course, learn about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at wqa.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio.